1: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile.
0: Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtoon Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side the right sided free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton half. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Yeah! from My name is, of course, Nick Hart. Welcome to the Midlands after the kind of um, harem scare and drive that Saturday afternoons seem to be reserved for. I always seem to arrive just in time. Um, so anyway, parked up, found my way not be away in just in time for the arrival of two teams, Mill versus Birmingham City at St Andrews. I've never had a chance to review the teams. I can't give you any team news. We'll, we'll settle into that once matters progress. Cold day, sunny day, here in the West Midlands, funny ground, three sides of very modern stands, one stand looks like it's built in the, the 30s, uh, it's a kind of a side stand, we're in the Gilmerick away end, quite a high view, quite a nice view, Lions are in the uh, away kit yellow and black, Burnham City in traditional royal blue and white. Bill is in goal, back line looks like Cooper, Murray Wallace, Alex Pierce, midfield Sean Williams, Ben Thompson, Jed Wallace, yeah right. Yeah, good. yeah right. Matt Smith starting, I see Matt Smith out it. <laughs>
0: That team check, dear listeners.
1: Ryan's going to be attacking the home end, so they'll be coming at the away fans in the second half. Malumbi was the man I didn't name in my, my team check. Is that Scalic out there? there, there's about half the team I didn't name in my team check, dear listeners. Apologies for that. You can read about it all in the uh, in the newspapers tomorrow. debate on the uh, house of fun about over 1,200 fans away pre-Christmas is a good away turnout I'm not I, I think it's a fantastic turnout personally a called East Upper claiming it is a, a, a pretty poor turnout but I think that man isn't the wisest of judges being Birmingham end at the moment. It's one minute into the game. This is Jed on the left, oh, okay. taking his man, ball into the box, taken by the goalkeeper. First action of no in the game. One and a half minutes. Well, have no. I no reception. There's more than fine. There's no reception on the uh, 4G. So I was going to check the league table uh, from memory. Birmingham below us. Football flourished in the week, though, posted that Mill has won an average of two points per game against the top six in the division. However, just 0.47 points against the bottom six. <coughs> People struggle against the lower teams. You don't need me to tell you that, dear listeners, do you? Will Mill come to Brom? Famous bit of graffiti on the side of um, the, near the side of the tanner on Long Lane, from years ago. Oh, that is still there. Hipsters don't go for that kind of graffiti. On behalf of the Zulu Warriors, of course. Well, Mill has Brum today. The full songbook coming out, there, listeners. By the angle soon. <laughs> Twice removed. Another free kick for Birmingham. Another chance to float the ball in, which they do. Long and deep. Wallace gets there. Bounce around into the penalty area. No penalty. Two down, the 22 way down as now flattened. No penalty, says the referee. New on the break, It's Scalak combining with Wallace coming down the left. 13 minutes. Taken his man on just outside the left of the, the Birmingham area, back to Wallace, floated ball into the mix. Thompson header over, looking wide high, high over bar. <laughs> nice move. Oh 15 minutes on the clock, performance. Jed Wallace has superstar qualities, says Gary Rowett after last week's performance. Disappointing um, result in a week. Actually. Two each at home. But to, to I'm focusing on that great away last week at, at the Liberty Stadium. That's the one I liked. Wallace shaping as if to shoot. He's going to be a long range shot. He does. He's high over the bar. bar. Curious badge. The uh, the Birmingham City badge is a globe with an old school football, 1950s football, one above the other with uh, Birmingham City in like a ribbon wrapped around this globe. Well, I suppose they did take part in the first ever Inter-Cities Cup in the, in the 50s. I don't remember much more in the way of European glory or world glory for Birmingham City, apart from that uh, fact. Always the bridesmaid to Aston Villa, really, aren't they, at Birmingham City? Bide uh, to 17 now on, the, on, the, on their left. This would be the 22. Down by the corner flag. That's a nice turn. Cruyff turn. Williams does keep in front of him somehow. Couldn't quite capitalise on that cross turn. the 17. For the possession for Birmingham, shot from distance, pushed around by by Bart Bielkowski. Back into the mix. That's going to go for a corner off of uh, the boot of, of Murray Wallace. Just the boot pulled back in. A good save by by Bart. 28 minutes. Probably the first real decent shot on target by either side there. 28 minutes. 28 and a half minutes. Nicely won back by Jed Wallace on the left. 33rd minute. Balls into the middle towards Matt Smith. Oh, it's off, off the line. The goalkeeper must have batted it off the line from that Max Smith headed downwards. Best chance for the half so far from Millwall. 33 minutes, left side of corner. Bobbled in from the left to Jed headed downwards, probably already enough power. But the goalkeeper got enough of a hand to bat it off the line, it seemed, from this distance. Williams, uh, trying to find, find Ben, who gets it on his chest. Takes a shot. Oh, fantastic soap on the goalkeeper's top right hand. On target, Ben Thompson. Great soap on the goalkeeper for corner. Two chances for Millwall now. Good save there by the goalkeeper. One from the header from Matt Smith. Only on the second there shot there from Ben Thompson. Right-sided corner. Though. Lions just starting to turn the um, the pressure up. Corner comes in from the right. That's deep. Bounces yeah, around. That's got a pop behind there But I think that was Thompson again. As the halfs wore on, it's the Lions that have looked more um, nippy going forwards 40 minutes for the UK's most trusted hair transplant clinic which is in Turkey Dr Chinik in Turkey all down the left there towards Jed Wallace he's just um, dispossessed as he ran into the Birmingham box on 41 minutes we did debate on the uh, fan show I don't know if you've tuned into that one dear listeners this is fan show whether it's time for um, Marl to be rested. We haven't seen anything of Jason McConaughey. Is he injured at the moment? No real competition in, in Marlon Romeo's spot. Does he look a little tired as he's going through the uh, the dip? You tell me. boy getting some stick. Not sure what for. A bit Birmingham on the right. Ball into the middle. That's going to be uh, cleared time. by Romeo. Time. He does have time. This is Birmingham pressing forward. We're probably the last minute or so of... The first half, just on the edge of the middle penalty area, which they switched on here. It's been um, a decent go on, go on. defensive performance by the Lions, but they they get the ball here into the mix. That's the 22 Marlon heads it heads it for a corner. and we have to stay switched on for the last minute of the first half. 22 trying to g on the Birmingham fans. Been very quiet from their perspective, apart from a little bit of reaction earlier on to uh, the Millwall support. So seven's gonna take. That's hoof clear. Marlon. Maybe this will be the last action. Marlon trying to surge down the, the, the right, but they will We're back. It comes back to Marlon on the that is a shot in from the soul. Wallace shot from on, on the on the instinctive shot as Marlon saved back from going for a goal kick across the face of the goal. And there's the half-time whistle, dear listeners. 0-0 at the break. Decent half of football from Nils' perspective. Some good chances, but um, unlucky not to score. Birmingham also count themselves unlucky. They've won one shot that Bart pushed round from the, on the bottom left. Apart from that, it's been the header from Matt Smith, um, shot from Ben Thompson into the uh, top right corner. And um, overall, I'd say that it's the lines that prevailed in that half. But it's nil 0 at the break.
0: Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast, Accept no substitute.
1: Bombas, big comfort
2: for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Welcome back to the second half, after listeners. Bart Bilkowski has just come out early. As is his wont. He seems to like to be the first one out onto the pitch. A little bit of a ripple of applause that you would have heard just waiting for the arrival of the, of the two teams I would say that was a pretty decent defensive performance by Millwall in that first half I can only think of a couple of chances where Birmingham got close one save particularly from Kotsky. apart from that I thought we contained them well we got the ball forwards and we had a number of really um, strong chances to score perhaps we should have taken one of them um, so certainly the game is there to be won for Millwall in the second half more of the same I would expect from the, uh, you know, the Dr Rowlett and his hair transplant clinic he doesn't really want a tra- hair transplant, clinic. I've become a little bit fixated with Dr. Chilic and his Turkish hair transplant clinic that's the best in the UK. I, I'm, I'm going to have to need to find out more about that when I get online later, dear listeners. Birmingham will be kicking towards their home fans in the second half. Such advantage as that's been. They've been very quiet, I feel. No substitutions that I can see, dear listeners. The right, Lions kick us off in the second half. Straight at the referees, oddly. The ref- oh, ball hit the referee on. he gives a drop ball to Millwall. That's odd. Come on, it's uh, there. I don't keep up with these things. We, we get the ball back because it hit the referee, apparently. Come on. Come on. Where you going? Yellow ball. Yellow.
0: Yellow. Yellow.
1: You don't need me commentating, do you?
0: Sweet. Sweet.
1: Long ball forwards. <laughs> I feel like I've got a second voice in my head It's like like, uh, God is talking to me How's your penalty on the edge of the penalty area Not given As the ball was bouncing around down it And Birmingham fans incensed by that uh, penalty shot I didn't see enough of it from this distance Not given This certainly seems to have sparked the second half Going to sound like their listeners, but you're gonna get it. Whatever, whatever I get, you're gonna get that's why you're tuning into the show. All down through the channel the 10 on the on the right into the middle penalty area, all across the mill, face of the goal, wide left. Little chance there for Birmingham, coming towards 51 minutes. He should have done better there. Quite a tight angle, in, in all honesty. Birmingham on a break now, 51, 52, straight into the tackle of Jed Wallace, he's done a really doing a shift out there, dear listeners, defensive shift, as well as an attacking shift today. That's a his trouble, too, it's going to be a free kick A free kick booking, I
0: think
1: he's going to book him. Enough over for bet, bet hair. Get hair. Another hair transplant clinic. Must be a big market in uh, hair transplants in the Midlands, dear listeners. Free assessment by expert doctors at Get Hair. I want to go to Dr. Chilix in Turkey. This is uh, Ben Thompson on the on the right. Somehow retains possession. How has he kept the ball? I don't know. I'm trying to feed it through to Marlon. good effort there I don't know he kept involved in that. There's going to be more throwing on the, on the right. 53rd minute, must be a lot of syrups and um, hair thatches going on in Birmingham, that's all I can think of dear listeners. Matt Smith, chests it down, can Scalak collect? He can collect. On the right, this is now Murray coming down the left. Combined with Scalak, ball into the middle, towards Matt Smith, Oh, the header on target but no power taken by the, the goalkeeper. 56 minutes nice crossing from Skalak on the left there dear listeners not enough power on the header from Matt Smith Birmingham pressing forward now coming down our, our right side probably here's the 22 into the 5 the 26 inside t- oh scuffed Charles on the right inside the mid penalty area High angle, completely scuffed it Thankfully, it's put behind the goal kick someone's made a lot of effort to bring their pyro into the St Andrews another blue smoke bomb going off being attended to by the other uh, Hyvis stewards. Strange aspect of the modern game. It's this kind of um, football Italia wannabe ultra scene, isn't it dear listeners? As a child of the 70s, I, I hold it in contempt. No we'll break. Marlon Romeo coming down the right side as we took towards 60 minutes. That's inside. He's got um, Jed, uh, Ben Thompson, sorry. This is, is Jed Wallace, su- su- superb skill there, distance. 1-0 Real world, the lane, one nil real
0: Not <laughs> yeah, it was Williams, not Malambi!
1: <laughs> Who cares? You don't cheer into this show for accuracy, Sean Williams! This comes from Mills' support, what a goal! What a goal. <laughs> That was what they call a mental, the listeners. <laughs> what a goal, what a strike. I want to see that later on the highlights. There's a player who's vastly improved this form. he has great shot and the edge of the there by Sean Williams. Oh, it's the, the Gary Rabbit song, It makes it first appearance. The, there we are, it's the moment, you heard it here first on this show. Gary Rowlett's song makes his first appearance, Rowit, not Rowlet, he, <laughs> ever in the war. And he
0: got sacked.
1: And he only got sacked.
0: Small <laughs> detail. Apart
1: from that. <laughs> <Off> <laughs> This is behind Ben Thompson. Just wants a bit more in his stride. This is Malumbi. He's got um, Marlon a beautiful little ball from Malumbi, just into, into his stride as you might want. Skalak. It falls to Ben Thompson. Scoops over the bar. Comes all 67 minutes. Dennis. Ticked past 69 minutes. 21 to go. Looking another strong defensive performance so far, and I don't want to tempt fate. by the football gods. Mighty mighty four in Valhalla. It's so far so good Is this. Strong performance. The second goal would be the icing on the on the cake. The cherry on the icing, even. On the Mr. Kipling. Bakewell tart This is dipped in. This is Matt Smith chasing it in. all rock loose Matt Smith in front of goal. Couldn't be the goalkeeper a did well there to be fair to him. Scalac called Smith because he wanted the ball sooner. Couldn't get it across unfortunately. Smith's mobility not being his strongest card in his, in his hand. Big opportunity wasted by, by Matt Smith. I can't help but hope that we don't come to regret that later in the game. Ball over right the top. Smith pull offside, unfortunately. This is the um, 22 on the right now. In possession for Birmingham. That's taken a class. that's gone for uh, Corner, right side of corner, 78 minutes. In comes a corner in the middle, one all headed home from close. One each. All into the middle, headed in from what I could see of it, dear listeners. Don't give you much more than that. Pretty basic goal. That's disappointing. Burnley in there, their tails up, coming down the left again. Ball into the middle, that's heavy clear. Jed keeps it in play for them somewhat. Left side now, 22. Oh, across the face of the goal. Ryan's rattled by that goal. That's going to be a goal kick. Ticking towards 80 minutes. People fighting for the exits. i never understood people fighting for the exits. Now, one all from the Birmingham perspective still three minutes plus injury time to go the game can turn in a flash people want to get the bus home I've never understood it do you do do that dear listeners or is that bus seat so important for you tell us, get in touch with us I want to hear your stories of going early from games where you're not actually out of contention Birmingham surging falls late, late, late in the game now three from the left that's straight into a yellow shirt Mill on the break now. This is the ball forwards for uh, both Arsenal to chase down too long. That will have to be an Icelandic greyhound to catch that one, unfortunately. Loose ball from Birmingham. This is now Bradshaw. Shaw. Mill keeping the ball at the Birmingham end nicely. That should be the end of the matters, dear listeners. I'll make it a bit past four minutes now. There is Birmingham City 1, Millwall 1, that was a, a well fought point, I actually we feel disappointed we got ourselves in front, and I thought we should have pressed on and got the, got the two. there was a great chance for Matt Smith when he couldn't take his turn quick enough, um, but that said, that feels churnish because that was a great fighting, defensive performance away from home by Millwall. So it finishes there at St Andrews, the Trillium Trophy Stadium I should call it, Birmingham City 1, Millwall 1, well played Millwall.
0: Tong Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast. Accept no substitute. Big
1: welcome to the show to a new voice, Phil Clark. Welcome to the show, Phil.
2: Thanks very much, Nick. Nice to be with you.
1: A point gained or two, three points lost yesterday for you, Phil? I, I'm, I'm, I was inclined towards the three points lost. I'm
2: with you. I think. Uh, I think uh, it was an opportunity missed. But on reflection of the week, we probably didn't deserve much against Wigan. So, well, it doesn't quite even itself out in points terms. But I think we probably gained something there and lost something on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean it was. I mean Wigan was a, a disappointing match on Tuesday night, and that's, that's uh, clearly gone in the past. But I thought yesterday was a real fighting performance, especially given that Rowett, um, you know, in his comments said there was only twelve or thirteen. Um, Fully fit professionals at one point um, going into the game. I, I do wonder whether our squad size is quite adequate for the, the level we're playing at at the moment.
2: No, I think you hit nail on the head. I think that that sums up that you know where we're at at the moment. You know, the one legacy that Neil left us was some great players that um, now as a different conductor, seems to be getting a bit more of a tune out of. But the squad's just too small. You know, you've got a couple of players playing out of position. Uh, yeah. a Few players injured, and suddenly you know we're looking very very thin. You know, and even I think Bradshaw coming off the bench is still carrying an injury from the um, knock on the hip that he took against Stoke, um, which kept him out, I think, for a game. Um, But what was impressive was the energy levels. You know, I'm not going to harp back to Tuesday, but it was a really different performance. The energy levels were so much higher, pressed further up the pitch. Uh, Jed was everywhere. They really couldn't control him for 30, 40 minutes of the game. Um, So it was really pleasing to see that, you know, third game in a week, even players like Williams, who are in the twilight of their yeah. career, made a you know made a real impact uh, across the game.
1: Hutchinson injured going into the game yesterday. I know that uh, Roret said that he wanted to play the three-man defence, central defence that worked so well at Swansea last weekend. But unable to do that yesterday, but I thought Alex Pearce coming in was a was a real leader on the pitch as well. I thought he, he the defensive performance yesterday was pretty good, apart from the, the late goal you know equalised it.
2: Absolutely. And we looked, you know, considering it wasn't five at the back, we did look really solid. Um, again, Murray Wallace potentially could have slipped inside and played three in the middle, but squad size and um, McCarthy being injured means we've got no other left back option with Fergie out. Um, so he really was hampered. And I think that also showed when, you know, what I thought was quite interesting yesterday was probably most of us turning up expected Jed to be playing behind Smith, whereas actually, um, sorry, um, Ben to be playing behind um Smith up front and actually yeah. turned out that he played Jed there and Ben moved across to the wing and again, you know, Jed looked Jed you know, square pegging around hole, I thought, um, out on the on the flank there uh, for most of that. Um, I think it was sixty odd minutes he played out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jed is a is a player playing at, at the absolute maximum of his game at the moment. I think wherever you put him, I, I, I take your point. But I sometimes wonder whether we could stick him in goal and he'd, he'd be playing out of his skin. You know, he, I thought he was immense yesterday. I mean, his his willingness to try little tricks, little little moves, little feints. almost his his mind is on a slightly higher level than some of his um, colleagues around him at times. Um, yeah, I
2: thought Scalac linked with him well, didn't you? Times, yeah. I thought they seemed, yeah, well, you know, there was some really yeah. nice interchange. I've, I've seen on the internet that Scalac's got a bit of stick to yesterday, but I thought his work, weight was, work rate was really high. And, uh, you know, you could see his intelligence is there. He's just not match fit because he's just played so little football in two or three years. But he seems to be on the same wave. you know, he seems mentally on the same wavelength as Jed at times. And if we could just get him fit and playing regularly, then maybe that is. One of the answers
1: to conundrum of the sort of left midfield uh, Yeah, I mean, I I, I, Scalic, I mentioned in, in in real time yesterday. Um, I thought he played well. I, I don't understand the stick, that some players seem to to get. He's, I, I think is you know he's, he's a quality player. He just needs that extra level of confidence that, as you rightly say, there, Phil, will, will come with a bit of. Regular regular playing time, you know. I thought, he, I thought he played quite well yesterday for me. One of the better players on the on the pitch in, in the mill shirt.
2: Yeah, he worked really hard, I thought. You know, he was putting himself about He probably dived in a little bit too much, actually. He came off the ground a bit too often when...
1: Trying uh, too again, hard. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Trying too hard, trying to impress us, the manager, and probably just trying to get himself into the game again. But, you know, an, another highlight, you mentioned Jed. I mean, that cross for the um, opportunity yeah. for Matt Smith. Uh, I think it was about 20-25 minutes gone. I mean, it's a real feature. Jed's crossings improved so much in the last, you know, five or six weeks because, to be honest, that's been his biggest weakness. You know, he seems to get in great positions and then the delivery's awful. But yesterday, lovely little interchange move. Um, I think it was with uh, with sort of coming out with Scalac and then um, you know, the ball was put across and uh, yeah, fantastic um, uh, fantastic header by Smith, which was, you know, palmed away by the keeper.
1: There's a number of players that, are, that I, I believe, and I'm, don't, I'm interested to know what you think, Phil, I, I believe there are a number of players, I'd include Ben Thompson in with, with Jed Wallace and and others too, but they seem to be really improving under the um, the, the, the stewardship of Gary Rowe. It's almost like a, a more neutral outside um, stance has come in, not the Neil Harris, Mr. Millwall kind of, um, you know, uh, approach, but he, Rowett seems to have more of a a, a tactician's eye. He, he's, he's bringing the best out of some of these players. At the moment. I thought Ben was was, was uh, you know in, on form yesterday as well.
2: Yeah, he, um, it's, it's interesting because I think you've got the same problem with Sean Williams. You know, he's out of contract in the summer. He's coming towards the end of his career. Probably yeah. hasn't really played well for 12 18 months. But then all of a sudden, in five or six weeks, he's playing really well. Now there's a school of thought it could be because we're playing the ball on the ground a bit more could be that, you know, his ex-teammate and good friend who was manager, who might have given him the nod that he, you know, potentially would be getting another year, isn't there anymore. No. And suddenly he thought, hang on, I want to be at this level, you know, of performance and uh, quality of football and income, then I've got to up my my game a bit. I don't know what the answer is, but whatever it is, it's definitely improving. And um, and we're enjoying, you know, watching the game again, which perhaps we weren't a, a while back.
1: No, I I agree. I a mean, beautiful goal from Sean Williams. As we we're on the subject of Williams, um, I I'm I mistaken. thought it was Malumbi in, in in the in the mayhem of the moment. It was it was Sean Williams. Just to correct my um my stream of consciousness. Um, but yeah, beautiful beautiful strike from outside the edge of the D and and it kind of a, a curving away shot that went that flew in on the uh, on, on the right side post. It was it was a wonderful thing to see. A thing of beauty, I thought.
2: Yeah, and if you, I've had the opportunity to watch it back a few times this morning, and if you watch, it's pro- I think it's probably our best goal of the season because you see the ball's picked up in the middle by a challenge, I think, by Malumbi. Uh, Romeo's involved, quick little interchange with Ben, comes up the flank, and then uh, Jed brings the ball across to um, Williams. I mean, that was, you know, it was from one of their attacks, it was a fast transition, it involved quick passing, quick movement um, of players and the ball. And then a great strike from outside the area. Quite frankly, it's typical of the goal we were conceding when Jordan Archie was in goal. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Very. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good point. Um, you know. Matt Smith as target man. I I I uh, I, I don't think that's his best use. Um, I know I know we probably can't afford just a player that comes in as a substitute, Phil. But um, we we were just hitting some long balls at Matt Smith at times that I don't think to his strengths and I don't think worked particularly well for, for, for patches of the game yesterday. Did you um, have any thoughts on Matt starting? Uh,
2: well, I guess if he's not a target man, then the question is, what is he? Um, you know, and again, I have, there's a number of people around me in the ground that were sort of like, you know, why are we playing Smith? He should be coming yeah. off. I think one of the things with him is he draws defenders to him. He's such an awkward, you know, I've played most of my playing career at centre-half. When you've got a player like that, in some ways you enjoy playing against them because they're not very mobile in other words, yeah. you know they're going to rough you up, they're going to win their fair share of headers, and you can't switch off for a moment um, because in the air, they're just lethal. Um, you know, and what he has over, say, someone like an Elliot who might have more movement, but you know, less um,
1: mental Less to the game. Yeah, like agree, now. Yeah, I agree. He, know, he knows yeah. what
2: he's doing with it. So if you do give him that moment, he'll punish you. Um, and there wasn't a lot wrong with the header on goal yesterday. Yeah, maybe he could have put it in, but it, it was a really powerfully Uh, hit cross that he, um, you know, it was a bullet header. You know, you look at the goal against um, Charlton, then you look at the equaliser the other night against Wigan, pretty much, you know, identical type efforts, you know, two go in and one doesn't. I I think most people would probably take those averages. Um, Just disappointing yesterday, because it would have done him the world of good. I think the fans would have given him a bit more slack. He's just... He just lacks mobility. You know, there was that moment in the it's, second yeah, half at the end yeah, when yeah, I he had to be yeah. through on goal. I, yeah. don't, I think he thought the ref had given, was given a foul because he just switched off for a second and it gave a young, fit keeper. I think that was his debut there, keeper. His, well, sorry, his Truman. debut. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It gave him a moment to get up and get prepared when perhaps that, yeah, you know, Morrison in his prime would have probably flicked that in or squared it. You know, Smith just looked flat on his feet at that point.
1: It seemed to run out of ideas. I mean, Scalak was on the the, uh, the opposite post screaming for it. He wanted it. Uh, it would have been a, a tap-in if he could have got the ball across. One of those moments where I think we were 1-0 up at the time, Phil, and, and that would have really settled the issue. And, um, you know, it it, it, it it the moment went away. And then, obviously, Birmingham got themselves back into it on the 77th I minute. Mean, I was a bit disappointed that we conceded in the way that we did. I think Rowett actually mentioned the, that sense of disappointment with conceding from such a basic corner. I, I, I couldn't tell from where you know, you're know you at the same part of the ground as me. Uh, it looked like a free header in real time. I haven't seen it since, so I'm guessing that it was unchallenged header.
2: Yeah, no, I've, I've watched it back a couple of times. I mean, at the, at the time that it happened, what really disappointed me was a little bit earlier when they put a cross in, Marlon headed it behind him, and there was acres of space. He could have headed it out, he could have headed it, and he headed it straight to their player. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I know you've got to head it away from goal and away from danger, but, you know. It, it literally landed at his feet, and that built that then built the phase of pressure up where they put another cross in which I think a number of people have noticed um, Cooper might have got a little knock in the box and uh, potentially could have been a foul on Cooper. Then the shot comes in and goes out for a corner, um, the corner comes in, and if you watch it back, Murray Wallace is marking him, but he's he's got the wrong side of his man. He finds himself grappling with him rather than actually attacking the ball and um, their player uh sorter I think is comes in for a pretty powerful um straightforward header. But if you watch yes. it back you see uh Murray Wallace and Sean Williams, they're both grappling with their players. You know, I don't like to see that. I know it happens, but you know, mm-hmm. watch the ball, play the ball and attack the ball with vigour and Vim. Don't get involved in all this pulling and pushing because to be honest, all that does is get you out of position. Um and if the other player is switched on, they'll take advantage. And he did yesterday and it was I agree with you. We we look really in control. I listened to your report last week at Swansea. At yeah. no point did you feel like we were really in danger. I didn't really feel that yesterday. I know they had some efforts, but you'd expect them to have some efforts in ninety minutes. They've actually got some really good technical players. Um they played some decent football. What they lacked was probably that, that lad they sold in the summer, the striker, who turned them from being an average team into being a, a winning team. Um you
1: know, real goal threat, and they lacked. They lacked. I all that yesterday. Yeah, they did. They didn't. Um, you know, for the, the bulk of the game, I felt rather like Swansea. Once, uh, once we got in front, I thought, well, this this now looks like a another repeat of, of last week's performance, which was strong. Um, I think they gained a little bit of momentum again, as you as you might expect, once they equalised and they had another chance late. I, I seen ball flashing across mm. the the Lions' goal, but a good away point. I would have taken that. At the start of the day's proceedings if you said to me that you know we, we, we would have gone to places like swansea and one and birmingham drawn um you know it wasn't so long ago that we wouldn't have been dreaming of that so it does seem to be an improvement in in attitude phil and form yes, um,
2: yeah and yeah, no, i was very happy with the one one i thought um you know we look really solid at the back there's a lot more passing going on energy levels were good um, we haven't got a game midweek now until Friday. No, the no. Have a little bit of time to, to rest up. Um, yeah, you know, it is a fact we are a bare bones squad, um, and we just got to kind of put up with that. Um, we did kind of, you know, maybe, maybe the subs and things could have been a little bit different towards the end, which might have, you know, a little bit earlier. You know, I thought um, I don't know whether you noticed, but Ben started at right midfield, and then on 60 minutes Jed and um, Ben swaps, of so Ben played in the middle. And then when we made the subs, Ben went out on the left wing, um, only for about seven or eight minutes. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he was then subbed. Just a bit of a concern that Ben's becoming this utility player. Yeah. So he seems to be switching around positions. And I think we saw it maybe when Alan Dunn was young. They weren't quite sure there was a full then centre-back midfielder. Um, you know, it just uh, makes me a bit nervous because he's such a good player. And he sort of suddenly finds himself playing in three or four positions in ninety minutes or seventy odd minutes or whatever he played. Feature of the squad size. You know, if you've got yeah. you know, if you've got three or four more players, then he probably comes off, somebody else comes on. I, I think maybe I'd have taken Smith off a bit earlier and put Bod on. Um and, you know, not I, I get the feeling Rachel's not fully fit at the moment I think we're putting him in because we think he's got a goal in him. Yeah. I'm not sure that's really helping his um uh you know, necessarily his recovery. Um, particularly. But yeah, there's a lot of bright sparks, as you say, that, you know, played some really good football. It's um, Definitely more on the deck. Probably went a little bit long ball at times yesterday because we got Smith in the team. Um, but then I think, you know, if you, when you do get a chance to watch it back, I think you'll be quite pleased with some of the transitions of play. You know, we broke quickly. We moved the ball on
1: the we ground. We did move quickly. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, going so into we Christmas, we seem to be solidly mid-table now, Phil. I mean, we, you know, um, there's this quote uh, from the manager about looking upwards five points off the playoffs um not interested in in looking at the how far from the relegations and i think there is a a sense around the the club that we are certainly mid-table respectability uh candidates um with the january window looming um where would you make any improvements i mean i'm guessing we can't you know we're not going to send gary route out with the, the mill checkbook to buy willy-nilly but i'd expect one or two um strengthenings here and there I'd, I'd, I would think Murray Wallace, where where would you um,
2: Yeah, good, really good
1: improve, improve really the squad? Good
2: uh, Murray Wallace yesterday, I thought at times he was brilliant. In other times,
1: yeah.
2: you, the ball got played through his legs and he just switched. You know, there was, anyway, there was yeah. a lot of moments. And I think that just showed he's kind of a little bit out of position. And uh, and so like I think that uh, if you look back to last season, I think we all complained about a really small squad. Uh, when you see the annual accounts that came out recently that show yeah. 29 professionals last season, uh, season four last, and 29 again. We just, you know, you say you haven't won't get the checkbook, but I think there was a need to back the manager with probably three. You know, if we up uh, my view is if we get three or four players, two to three players in the window, we probably stay mid table. If we get four to six players of good quality, I think in a division that is really up and down and no consistency. You know, and it's probably the weakest I've seen in the three years we've been back in it. I think we could potentially make a push. It's not out of the question if you look at where we are today. Um, You know, one defeat in seven. You know, it is possible. But you know, left back definitely. Uh, We haven't got an out and out left back at the club. No, we don't. No. no, Uh, no. I think the keeper position needs to be tied up. I know. I'm not. I think Bart is a long term fixture. And I'm. You know, things I've heard from various different people sort of around the club is he's very happy and will be signing but it would be good to do that in January so there's no ambiguity Uh, I think up front we could really do with do you remember when we had benneka for a short period of time yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah, I think we could
2: do with that young hungry premiership Premier League quality yeah yeah but real pace you know the one thing we lack up front you know Smith can come off the bench and do the aerial thing Redshaw can come off the bench and work haven't got genuine pace. If Jed gets injured, I think you'll see the team look suddenly a lot slower. Uh, it's, you know, it suddenly becomes one pace. So that's an issue and Jed could go in
1: the window. It's not impossible. Well, this is one I just wanted to close out with that really. Cause I mean, I, I think the form that Jed is in at the moment and the, 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 the quality that he showed yesterday and, and um, last week, certainly at Swansea, um, you know, clubs will be watch, watching this and monitoring it. And there may well be money available from other directions that, if we can, you know, if, if Jed goes, it may release funds for strengthening in these areas that, that you're talking about. Um, It's going to be an intriguing period ahead, isn't it? I mean, next couple of months yeah. will we'll, we'll big. you know, this, this, this is the big time, I think. It um,
2: is. Yeah, you, you're dead right. I mean, I think and you look at the squad and you, you look at our midfield, you've got Ben and Leonard, who are two longer term fixtures. You've got Williams yeah. out of contract in the summer. Malumby's not ours. Uh, so, technically, we've got two centre midfielders for next season. This January window for me should be about, you know, I know we've got uh, Billy Mitchell looks promising coming through, but it's a big ask for him to just fly straight into, you know, Championship yeah. first 11. I think we've got to think about getting a centre midfielder um, in that's ours in January so they're bedded into the start of next season. You know, that, and, and the reason I mention that is because while we don't look down the table, getting that 40, 45 points that makes us secure puts a manager in a dev- very different position in January when he's talking to prospects when we know what division we're in. Same with signing Bart. If we know what division we're in early, the job's so much easier when it comes to transfer activity. When it comes to the last week or two of the season, pretty hard to line your targets up and convince them to join, uh, in my view.
1: That's fantastic, Phil. Really appreciate you taking time on your Sunday morning to talk to the show. Hopefully Pleasure. we'll do this, hopefully do this again in the future. It's, uh, it's been good. Great no, to no talk to you Phil Really
2: enjoyed it And uh, yeah good, uh, good luck to the Lions The rest of the season Really enjoying watching them And uh, Gary's got on Playing some decent football Which is um, Yeah makes those long journeys A little bit more pleasurable
0: It's a Sunday morning nightmare
2: A Sunday morning nightmare
0: A Sunday morning
1: nightmare Well more of a Sunday afternoon nightmare Than a Sunday morning review Dear listeners Not really a nightmare Was it after that very well-worked point in the end. Just a little postscript, and big thank you to Phil Clark for coming on the show, but a little postscript from Phil, who WhatsAppped me as soon as we finished our, our conversation um, with, with an interesting point. Um, one thing that he missed, he says, um, he found it interesting that Connor Mahoney, who had a great season at Birmingham last last year, didn't get into the game. Or was that a kick up the arse for Connor asks Phil. Don't know. Don't know is a good point. I don't know um, how many injuries there are knocking around in the squad at the moment. You do get a sense, listening to Gary Rowett, not Rowlett as the as the crowd were chanting, but Gary Rowett, that um, the size of the squad and the, the knock-on effects of injury are playing their part. I don't know about the Conor Mahoney situation, but that's an interesting point there from, from Phil. <clears throat> um, speaking to the news at Den, Couple of um, points that I've picked up on here. Gary Rowett says he wouldn't say that he's pleased with a point. We were by far the better side in the first half. We we're aggressive in pressing the first ball, and Birmingham weren't able to play through us. Normally for Matt Smith, it's a tap in. It was a great save, but presumably means the chance in the in the first half that he's that was uh, went begging. Um, and it goes on. Uh, the aim is to keep looking upwards, which is what we all want to hear, isn't it, dear listeners? The aim is to keep looking up and try to reel teams in. Um, and then there's this thing that's doing the rounds. He's asked somebody afterwards how far off the top six we are, which is five points. They started telling me how far away we were from the bottom three, he says, to which he replied, I'm not interested in that. So that's all um, meat and drink to the mill support. I've picked out a few tweets. I haven't done, gone over the top with them because I think we've all got the picture on yesterday's game, Carl Bates, BBC, Carl Bates, Mill FC are the only side in the championship without a goal were the only side in the championship without a goal from outside the box and then like London buses, two come along at once and a couple of beauties, this time Sean Williams with a screamer, yes it was a great goal, great finish if you haven't seen it by now, where have you been? Um, Play DJ says we should have won the game, but it's a good point. Jack Clark, uh, presumably um, Phil Sun, I guess, um, really should have won today. Says Jack, sloppy goal to give away. It was sloppy. I do agree with you there, Jack. And and Smith had to finish one of those headers. We need a proper left winger in January, as it's obvious Mahoney isn't up to it. <clears throat> says Jack. Um, interesting point. I, I when I first saw Connor Mahoney. I thought he very much was up to it. Um, certainly a player that needs to up his game and improve his game. And that takes me back to Phil's point about possibly a message is being sent. If he isn't injured, who knows? Um, Murray still looks suspect. Murray Wallace looks suspect, which is a, a theme that we have touched upon. Sam McFarlane says, am I the only one who thinks Scalac played decent? No, I... Join you in that emotion. I second that emotion, Sam. I thought he did okay yesterday. He, he does need to to build some confidence. We we spoke about that with with Phil during the uh, the you know the post match pundit review p- section of the show. Um, one thing that Sam goes on, which I don't agree with, is that Romeo is terrible. and need to give Jason McCarthy a chance. I think McCarthy is injured. I don't think Romeo is terrible, but I think there's a a real need for competition in his spot and credits Williams from the on on the goal um Ben Stokes enthusiast who's not a Millwall fan Ben Stokes enthusiast says Millwall were a typical Rowett team niggly but effective I think he might be a Birmingham fan actually um so I'm going to take that as a compliment from Ben Stokes an enthusiast not not Ben Stokes himself um jed wallace we've we've referred to a few times as a superstar um i think we do need to be worried that he might leave us in january if he does leave us in january we may need to cash in on him and get some big money to strengthen elsewhere we'll see um but look at these statistics this is from good brand statistics 17 appearances four assists seven goals jed's been involved in nine goals in his last nine appearances Uh, been involved in seven of Mill's nine goals under Gary Rowett, four assists and three goals. Um, T.I.O. says this guy, meaning Jed, must surely be a Premier League player soon. This is is what I'm thinking. T.I.O., we need to charge top dollar if he does go to the Premier League. Um, And finally, and finally, Mill halfway line, always one of my favourite posters, Uh, sums it all up far from a a flawless performance today but there's much to be positive about we started well imposed ourselves on a poor brum team they came back into it but our movement our patterns of play were excellent ultimately we couldn't see the game out but we're looking upwards not downwards well played gary rowett and I, i make that right from mill halfway line now that's the mill news this week the listeners will be back in the week with the mill fan show Incidentally, if you do want to give our show a review, it, it, it's it's nice, a little boost for the ego, as much as anything. Um, I'm not going to say the the standard thing that it helps our show. I'm not sure what it help it does do the show, but if you do want to go onto Apple. Um, you can review give us five stars and a nice little review is nice for us to read and it helps the show i don't, just not sure how but anyway it's lovely to read it give us our feedbacks at CBL underscore magazine been great to join you for the show thank you for listening and we'll be back in a week with the Mill Fan Show Arrivederci Millwall You've been listening to octune Millwall the CBL magazine podcast that's the Millwall News this week and we are out of here
0: Achtung, Mehlwald.